Hey, ass butt. Hey y'all, Rochelle here. And Lynn. If you like our podcast, be sure to rate and review us on your podcast platform. Or share us on social media so more folks out there can join the Idgits and Aspets family. And don't forget to subscribe as well so you automatically have our newest episodes. Hey yo! Hola! <laughs> okay, so today... Oh, I just said queso and now I want some. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Let's make let's make that happen sometime soon. Yeah. Okay. Right. And we're gonna have to do that because I've been dreaming about that rice, and I don't like rice. I don't even <laughs> like Spanish rice or any kind of rice, really, unless it's like drenched in like curry and just tastes like curry. But that yeah. fucking rice at that fucking restaurant, ooh, <laughs> man, it's pretty good. It's so good. Like I don't even know what's <laughs> happening, but it's not. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's got like. I mean, it's got some, like, little vegetable pieces in it. I know that. It's got, like, I wonder if they just, like, mix it with, like, a pepper or something or other maybe to, like, it's not spicy at all. I mean, it's, like, but it's, like, it kind of has that, like, spicy pepper taste without being spicy, right? Does that make sense? Um, Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think about it. Like, I know there's like little carrot bits in there. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. There? I don't remember thinking like, oh, there's vegetables in this rice. I mean, there's not like vegetables in it really, but there are like little tiny pieces. So I kind of wonder if like, uh, I don't know. Whatever. We won't question it. We'll just, <laughs> we'll just eat it. <laughs> okay. Let's do that for sure. Okay, so today we're talking about season 10, episode 15, called The Things They Carried. So we start out in a gross-ass room in some unknown location. <laughs> we see dripping water and then a woman who has been hung upside down. Uh, never good. I hope to never find myself in that situation. Okay, and here's why. Besides the whole, like... <laughs> Am I about I to be? What do you mean? Here's why. I'm pretty sure it's self-explanatory. Well, yeah, besides the whole, like, you know, a murderer probably put me in this position. Like, <laughs> like, you know, I dislike my, like, my legs even being, like, above my head level. Like, I hate being upside down. I hate it. It's it's like all the blood, <laughs> all the blood rushes like instantly to my head, and I just feel like now I'm gonna hurl everywhere, huh. probably while screaming. <laughs> we talked about scrammeting earlier, and it was the whole thing. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I just I never no like also like those rides like roller coasters and whatever where you're upside down. Those are fun. You're you're upside down for like what a second too. Okay, but yeah, like, maybe. but like sometimes they get stuck upside down. You know, it happens. Like you think about it all the time. Stuck upside down be very easily because with gravity, even if like the ride kind of stopped, it wouldn't just hang you there. Like it would come down to like a lower point, wouldn't it? 
I think on average in the last five years, maybe not in 2020, but the other years with the I mean, <laughs> open. Um, yeah, I read like one to three uh, like articles a year about that happening. Those things get stuck up. Where are you down. finding these articles? <laughs> <laughs> the internet? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Rochelle. They just happen. I don't go searching for them. They just they just happen to me. I don't know. I was going to say, like, how would they just happen? Like, I've never seen those articles. Like, how do they just happen to you all the time? I don't know. It's just like the news sites I look at. Yeah, it's a thing. Uh, <clears throat> so, you know. It fucking happens. So, yeah. Yeah. Just again, yeah, vomit, vomit. Okay. Uh, okay, so she's upside down. She's struggling about it, you know. And then um, she sees a man walking towards her from down the hallway. Um, he puts a bucket below her, which can't feel good. And then he slices her throat open with his knife. Um, as the blood splashes into the bucket, he collects them in his hand. So, like, what are you doing with that handful of blood, man? Like playing with it? No, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then we got. I know. I mean, there's a lot you could do with it, really. Yeah. I'm not gonna think about it. Okay. Opening title I mean, sequence. We know what he does with it, but we don't we know do. until later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we cut to the bunker library. Sam is on his laptop reading an article titled "Biblical and Far East Studies." Dean walks in, and Sam quickly, that's not what he does, he very quickly (laughs) sets his computer. (laughs) Great. Uh, Dean says, hey, check it out. Sam says, hey. Dean looks at the computer and says, porn. Sam says, what? No, it's nothing. (laughs) Dean says, hey. worse than porn. (laughs) (laughs) Dean says, hey, look, no judgment for me. Just, you know, not where we eat. (laughs) (laughs) Sam says, dude, it wasn't porn. Dean says, okay, erotica, whatever. Zip it up. (laughs) Check this out. (laughs) And he hands Sam a tablet with an article about a Marine. He says, uh, the Vic was trained in Krav Maga and Jiu Jitsu. She still ended up with her organs drained and the marrow was sucked completely out of the bones. Sam says, so, cannibalism, you think in a Rougarou? Dean says, or a god, maybe. I'll go dig up my pencil neck suit. Sam says, wait, 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 what? Dean says, what, is this not weird enough for you? Sam says, well, yeah, it's weird, but, um, I mean, we, we, I mean, Dean says, great, 10 minutes, I'll meet you at the car. Sam says, great. Why are we stuttering? Let's go. Uh, so we cut to a short time later. Sam and Dean are in baby. In, in baby? God damn it. Okay. <laughs> They're in baby. Dean's driving. Sam's on his phone. Dean says, Sam, I know what you're doing over there, and it ain't porn. Look, man, we have checked every website, okay? We've checked it twice. Sammy, when we work a case, there's always that that point when we have to face the truth, right? <laughs> He's making a list. He's checking it (laughs) twice. (laughs) Uh, Wait, which one of them is this? Is it Sam or Dean? Sam and Santa? (laughs) (laughs) That sounds pretty okay, actually. Oh, one thing I wrote. 
I wrote exactly one note for this episode, which is more than I normally do. So um, I just wanted to share it now before I forget. Uh, I've been thinking this for a while, but Sam's hairstyle has entered his Lord Farquaad era. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. So what, just think then how it kind of flips at the ends, it really accentuates his jawline, which, and he's got a great jawline, but just those things together, man, he's totally Lord Farquaading it, like, 100%. percent better than Lord Farquaad, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. But, but, yeah. Yeah, but, but the shape is the shape is the same. Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. Um, okay. Uh, there's always that point when we have to face the truth, right? Even if we don't like it. Well, truth is, he holds up his mark of Cain arm and says, there's no way around this. We saw what happened to Cain, okay? I'm not happy about it, but I got to move on. So I'm going to keep doing what we do while I still can. And I'd like you to be there with me. So we cut to the Fayetteville. Is that how you say that? Fayetteville. Okay, Fayetteville Police Station. Uh, the boys walk inside and find a group of police officers standing around talking and eating some cake. Uh, the sheriff notices them and says, agents, I gather. Dean says, uh, was it the suits or do we give off some sort of fed stench? I don't know why he's so like, rah, 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 right there. Like, I guess, I guess like a lot of cops in, in, in like TV and movies anyways, like buttheads, right? With FBI agents. I don't know if that's real life or not. They're just very like stern. Like I am the official, you know, like whatever, you know. Right. Uh, the sheriff says, uh, it's the suits. What can I do for you boys? Sam says, well, uh, we're here investigating the death of Private Jackie Prescott. The sheriff says, shoot, you drove all the way down from D.C.? Dean says, mm-hmm. Sam says, yeah, we did. The sheriff says, well, then sorry to waste your time, agents, but we wrapped that one up. Guy that did it was a special forces officer, Rick Willis. Dean says, what makes you so sure it was him? The sheriff says his fingerprints were all, were all over the storage room out of the base where he did it. He even left his dog tags by the body. Sam says, so is he in custody? The sheriff says, no, bastard drank a boatload of gasoline and then lit himself on fire. Dean says, well, that's a hell of a way to go. <laughs> the sheriff says, no kidding. Left a wife and a baby. Third suicide we've seen in six months. Military town. Would you like some cake? Dean <laughs> Dean says, mm, yeah, but Sam stops him and says, no, uh, you know what? Uh, we're okay. Let us have a piece of cake, man. The sheriff says, no, it's really good. My partner made it. <laughs> Sam says, it looks great, but we're, no, we're all right. Uh, we do have one more question. Were there any bite marks found on the body? Uh, we see Dean very sneakily swipe some frosting off the cake. <laughs> He's like a little kid sticking his finger in the corner of the cake. Just like, I just want it so bad, you know? <laughs> right. right. Uh, the sheriff says, no, Vic was killed with a Bowie. Is that how you say that? Bowie knife? Because they said it a little bit different. I always thought it was pronounced Bowie knife, but he said it like, I think he said like Bowie knife or something. It did not sound like Bowie. You're giving me a really weird look. Can you hear I don't me? I remember. I'm trying to think. I don't. I honestly don't remember them even. <laughs> I remember thinking, I didn't know that's how you said that word. I've been saying that word wrong forever. But okay. Huh, yeah. yeah. No, I don't remember how they said it at all. 
Also, it's like, maybe this is a Canadian actor and it's just pronounced a little different, you know, in Canada. That happens, obviously. So maybe, I yeah. don't know, yeah. <laughs> One of those things. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Dean says, well, Sheriff, thank you for your time. Sam says, yeah. Uh, and then they leave the police station and Dean eats the frosting on his finger because he's been he's hiding like it. sneaking it too, like trying to like nobody can see that I stuck my finger in the cake. Right. <laughs> Oh. Sam says, no bite marks. That rules out Rougarou. So, what? A god? Dean says, I don't like the sound of that. The guy Molotov cocktailed himself. That's bonkers. That's like demon possession bonkers. So, we cut to Rick's house. Rick is the, what, the Marine that, uh, you know, bloodied the He's girl. the one that, that uh, filleted girl. Yeah, okay. He's the bad guy. Now he's dead. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so his wife, Beth, is in the kitchen with Sam and Dean. Beth says, Rick did it. I'm not trying to say that he didn't, but, I mean, he just got back from deployment, and we've all seen what it can do to a soldier's mind. My Rick, when he's home and good, I have to kill the spiders, you know? Rick was a kind soul. He never took more life than he had to. Sam says, did you uh, notice anything strange, weird, like a... Violent mood swings or weird smells. Beth says no, but Rick was, he was so, well, he was thirsty. Dean says, thirsty for what? Beth says, water. He'd spent half the day drinking from the garden hose. And then one night I caught him in the bathtub drinking the bath water. (laughs) When I told him to stop. Drinking skin soup. (laughs) I'm so grossed out. Okay. She says, when I told him to stop. It's like body juice. Okay. (laughs) As when I told him to stop, it was like he couldn't even hear me. And his skin, it got so dry, it bled. Dean says, did he see a doctor? Beth says, I took him to the VA, but he just got on a list to get on a list. And then he stopped talking and just wasn't himself. I thought maybe it was PTSD. Sam says, uh, we're very sorry. Dean says, you said that Rick was recently deployed. Do you have any idea where? Beth says, no, that stuff is classified. They don't even let the wives in on it. Sam says, right. Okay, well, um, we'll leave you alone. Okay. (laughs) We'll leave you alone now. But if something comes up, anything at all, just give us a call. She says, there's one more thing. I ran into my friend Gemma at the supermarket. She's married to Kit Verson. God, okay. I'm going to take a drink of this coffee and hope that all the bullshit. Okay. Uh, where am I? Okay, she says, I ran into my friend Gemma at the supermarket. She's married to Kit Verson, a guy from Rick's team. She thinks Kit came back different this time. Kind of felt like we were dealing with the same thing. Sam says, thank you. Uh, so we cut to Kit and Gemma's house. Sam and Dean are sitting with Gemma in the living room. Uh, Gemma says, Kit's been going through some stuff for sure. Um, you know, it takes him a while to get back to normal, but he always does. And then she hands both Sam and Dean a beverage. Sam says, thanks. Dean says, and what about you? How are you holding up? Gemma says, I'm okay for the most part. You know, what happened to Rick and Beth, it's, it's been hard. There, but for the grace of God, you know? Sam says, uh, may we speak with your husband? Gemma says, he, um, well, he went out last night, but he should be back any minute. 
you know, Kit, he comes back from these deployments and he needs his space. Dean says, so he's been out all night. Gemma says, well, yeah. And the boys kind of look at each other and she says, God, I can't even convince myself. Um, I'm worried. This isn't like him. Sam says, has he been thirsty? Like, drank out of the dog bowl thirsty? Gemma says, how did you know? So we cut to a short time later. Uh, Sam and Dean leave the house and see Cole leaning against their car out front. Now, um, when's the last time we saw Cole? What even happened? Um, the last time we saw Cole, he kind of, from what I remember, he had, like, forgiven Dean for killing his dad because he'd realized, like, what was actually going on sort of thing. So, like, they're okay now. I haven't like, seen him since then, though. It's been like, no, oh, I so. you killed my dad, and now this. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Cole says, recognized your wheels. Dean says, what the hell are you doing here? Cole says, Gemma called me in. I've known Kit since we were military brats raising hell on the same base. He's a good man. Dean says, well, no one's saying he's not. Cole says, oh, really now? So what are you two uh, here for? Gemma's sweet tea? You want to tell me why you're really here? Sam says, we're working a case. Cole says, oh, Kit's case? Sam says, honestly, we're not sure just yet, but uh, it's looking like it. Cole says, mm, says you. He didn't say it that snooty, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, kind of, though. <laughs> yeah. Dean says, there's a, mur- a murder. <laughs> there's a murder suicide in town. Your buddy Kit, same unit as the killer. Same whacked out antics. So... Sam says, look, we're not going anywhere, all right? And if you care about your buddy, you'll let us handle this. Cole says, mm, nah, I think I'm going to be coming with you. Dean says, oh, the hell you are. Cole says, I got contacts. I can help. Dean says, you really can't. Cole says, for example, a friend of mine works military intelligence. Owes me a favor. Sam says, would he know what Rick and Kit's mission was? Cole says, sure, and he'd tell me all about it. Dean says, okay, fine. Cole says, no, it ain't. You know, I figure what's going on here. I stick to you two like flies on roadkill. Make sure my buddy comes home in one piece. Look, I know what you two are thinking, but we're not going to hurt my best friend, who happens to be a friggin' war hero, by the way. We are going to find him. And that's the difference. Dean says, hey, man, we're right there with you, okay? Kit's a hero, but Sam says, but you got to prepare yourself. Kit might not be Kit anymore. So we cut to a gas and sip. There is a man staggering around. He grabs a bottle of water and guzzles some of it and then throws it down and grabs a larger bottle of water. Uh, His face is all like blistered and raw looking. Uh, The two clerks in the store are like super alarmed and confused about what to do. Uh, Dude, what are you doing? (laughs) uh, What I didn't understand was why they had him like chug part of a bottle of water to go and find another one like you would think that he would if he's that thirsty he would drain the one and then go find another one not just like open a bunch of random ones and like more effort to get less yeah. you know yeah well anyway, that uh, was just me being yeah no i thought the same thing but i guess <laughs> just to show us that like he's not rational he just went like oh, yeah. another bottle of water Bigger, yeah. better, yeah. Uh, so, clerk number one approaches uh, the thirsty man <laughs> and <laughs> says, uh, "Sir, you have to pay for that." 
Thirsty Man doesn't like react at all. And the clerk says, hey. And then he knocks the water bottle out of this guy's hand and says, and so like the water spills all over the ground. And the clerk goes, now look what you made me. But okay, let's think about this, clerk. <laughs> what are you doing? He's just drinking water. Yeah, he's not supposed to. But does it really warrant you slapping a bottle out of his hand? Like, that's and not. Also, crazy. like, there's so many people that like open up drinks and stuff in the and grocery I'm store sorry. and pay for it. Like, right. my mom, this, I, I, I don't do this because I feel like I'm doing something wrong. And even when I was a kid, I thought I was doing something wrong, even though my mom was doing it. But she would go and like, we would go shopping and she would like get a drink or whatever and like drink the whole thing. And then like <laughs> as she's shopping and then just like scan the empty bottle, you know, like at the, you know, like she would pay for it still. But it was yeah. just kind of like, I always felt like you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing. And they always kind of looked at her like, what? You know, like. <laughs> Like, I've seen people do that, too, but I have never, ever heard that that's, you know, okay. I've never seen anyone get in trouble for it, but yeah, I've never I mean, because there's like still the right thing to do for it. But, like, if I am working somewhere and someone is doing that, I'm going to probably wait for them to try to walk out the door without paying before I even bring it to their attention. Also, I can yeah. see that guy is staggering around he's clearly something is wrong with him just by looking yeah. at his raw face but like yeah. slapping it out of his hand is not the right thing to do and also yeah. yes the water spilled on the floor because you slapped it out of his hand and now you're like look what you made me do bitch you did that on your no, own you did that yourself you know <laughs> like wow you did all of that totally wrong like like that was 100% on you yeah <laughs> how about you don't like you know aggressively do something to like the guy who you can tell is not quite right like, yeah, like you need to expect that violent like, outburst is a possibility right well, like why would you start something with somebody that you think yeah. is off you know like I don't know all of that was just completely wrong so anyway that that was a big pet peeve of this episode like what the fuck okay <laughs> Um, okay, um, where am I? Um, okay, uh, the thirsty man, who we now know is actually Kit, uh, he smashes a wine bottle and cuts the clerk's neck with it. I just, I mean, you kind of had that coming, though, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what did you expect was going to happen? Probably oh. nothing good, you know? Like. <laughs> okay, uh, Kit throws the clerk into a drink cooler and then drops to the ground and starts licking up the little pool of blood. Gross. Okay. Uh, so we cut to a, I don't know, I wrote an outdoor food counter. I think it's just like a, a window at a restaurant, but okay. Um, I think it was like a taco truck or something. It, I thought it was like, to me. like a stroke food truck, but it's not a truck. It's like a straight up building. with a Well, thing. but like a, kind of like a Maybe like a more permanent one or something. That's kind of what it seemed like, you know, like that sort of style. It like, to be like a truck to call it a food truck, but maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, obviously it's not a food truck, but something similar to that. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, so Sam brings Dean and Cole some of whatever food he bought, um, <laughs> and they sit down at a table. Sam says, "Yo, sustenance." Dean says, "Look, I got nothing on cattle deaths, freakish weather, none of it." Sam says, so, probably not a demon. Cole says, so, maybe it's just not your kind of thing at all. Dean says, well, when in doubt, eat. Cole says, <laughs> okay, here we go. I got an encrypted email here from my friend at the MI. 
Sam says, and Cole says, well, Rick and Kit were sent to rescue an American POW being held in Iraq. The I'm going to say this word wrong, but the Najaf Cemetery. N-A-J- I have no idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I know wrong. I'm sorry. Um, Dean says, cemetery. Cole says, bastards use them as, a, uh, as prisons. I got some footage here from the camera on Willis's helmet during his last mission with Kit. Uh, so they watch. Um, the video uh, recording shows two Marines going into a mausoleum and finding the Marine they were supposed to rescue. Uh, Kit says, uh, what, what? My notes here are weird. Uh, Kit says on the video, okay, go down, get closer, clear. Major Jones, Major Matt Jones. Hey, right here. Hey, Major Jones, is that you? Hey, hey, I'm Captain Kit Verson. We're here to bring you home. Um, but the Marine attacks them. Kit yells, oh man, what the hell? What the hell was that? And then the recording ends. Uh, Dean says, I'm guessing that didn't have a happy ending. Cole says, no, it did not. Mission failed. And that POW got shot by guards. Sam says, really? That's what's happened. Cole says, that's the official story. Dean says, all right, so Kit and Rick came back screwed up. We know that much. Cole says, well, and then Rick jumped the high dive. God, Kit. Uh, Sam's phone makes a noise, and Dean asks, what was that? Sam says, I set my phone to get local alerts. He reads it, and Cole says, is it bad? Sam says, it's bloody. Dean says, all right, let's get out of here. So we cut to the gas and sit. Sam, Dean, and Cole are in the parking lot by the Impala. Uh, Cole says, he licked the blood off the floor? Dean says, yeah, the soda jockey back there seemed pretty shook up by it. Uh, yeah, because you watched your friend die like, <laughs> like that's not surprising you know <laughs> okay I just saw some guy get stabbed in the neck you know like make me a little traumatized by that too <laughs> sam says now the description he gave medium build brown hair that sound like the kit you know cole says yeah it does sam says great dean says this still sound like it ate our kind of thing uh cole's phone rings and he answers he says hey jim Gemma says, Cole, uh, the news said someone was killed at the gas and sip in Kenton, or on Kenton. Cole says, yeah, I know. I'm here right now. Gemma says, you are? What are they saying? Cole says, not much. Look, Jim, um, I really can't talk right now. I'm sorry. Gemma says, wait, do they think that he, that, that Kit did this? Cole says, I don't know. Gemma says, if he did, he isn't in his right mind. And you know that, Cole. You got to save him. Cole says, I will. Gemma says, I know. And uh, and that's the only thing keeping me sane right now. I was thinking, you know, sometimes when Kit wanted to be alone, he would head up north to his dad's old cabin. Maybe you could go check it out and I'll stay here in case he comes home. Cole says, right. Dean says, hey, Kung Fu Grip, you coming? Cole says, <laughs> which I don't get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess I I have heard that term before, but I've only heard it in a very inappropriate song. So my meaning of it is probably not the actual meaning of it, but I'll tell you about that later. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure that there's a, a different meaning, but my brain will always go to perversion, you know. I mean, so. 
fair, you know, like most, that, that's usually when you hear something weird, you're like, I feel like that's probably something dirty. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, Cole says, hey, Jim, I gotta go. And he hangs up. Sam says, so what's next? Dean says, we hit every cop shop within a 10 mile radius. Put the word out. See if we can't track him down. Cole says, and if you find him, what then? Kit needs help. He doesn't need a bullet and he doesn't need a knife. Sam says, okay, you know what, Cole? We know you want to protect your buddy, but Dean says, if he's a monster, we got to put him down. Cole says, that's the way it's going to have to be, huh? Dean says, that's the job. So, in or out? So, we cut to outside of, um, what am I even doing here? Okay, we're outside of Gemma's house. Uh, Sam and Dean drop Cole off, and Cole says, thanks for the lift. Dean says, it's better this way, all right? You keep her calm. We'll keep you posted. Cole says, yeah. Dean says, hey, Cole, if he shows up, don't try to be a hero. Call us. Cole says, you got it. So Cole waits until the boys drive away, and then he gets in his own Jeep and drives off. Sam and Dean are, like, hiding in baby in the trees <laughs> and wait for Cole's Jeep to drive past. Now, then they pull out and follow him. Dean says, and you bought him dinner. Okay, so we cut to Kit's father's cabin. Uh, Cole pulls up and goes inside, looking around for Kit. We see Sam and Dean pull up outside and follow Cole. Uh, Cole puts, uh, puts, Cole pulls out his flashlight and searches around the cabin. Uh, he, he finds out. <laughs> then he doesn't. Then he pulls out. So I'm also confused. Okay. Uh, he finds. Like puts out, but that's fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, he finds a trail of dead rats. Ugh, and it looks like their little rat throats have been torn out. Oh, it's I thought like, they were, like, missing their heads. Like he, oh, I thought I saw a head, but, like, ripped out throat. and like oh, yeah. Bleh. They were bloody rats. <laughs> so they were very bloody. Uh, well, okay. Um, Cole, you know what? I did think I noticed one that was missing a head. And then I was kind of, like, looking at the others, looking for head. <laughs> And, and it was, just stop right there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cole calls out, Kit. Hey, Kit, are you here? It's Cole. There's some real serious people looking for you, Kit, and they won't just want to talk. It's bad, Kit, and it's either me or them. Uh, suddenly, Cole sees Kit sitting in the corner by the bed. Cole says, hey, Kit. Hey. Hey. Uh, Kit says, I'm sorry. I can't stop. And then Kit attacks Cole, um, just like the Marine from the recording did. Um, Kit leans over Cole while restraining him. And out of Kit's mouth comes, like, two huge-ass worms. Okay. So let's break this down. The first one comes out and goes right down Cole's throat. Um, Cole says, Ah! It looks like an earwig, but also a worm. Oh, I don't know why you made it worse. You made it worse, though. You made it worse. Sorry. Well, you don't like earwigs. I, j- I realized that after it came out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, another worm slithers out of Kit's mouth, and uh, Sam uh, drags Kit off a coal, and the worm falls on the floor, and Dean stomps on it. And it splats, satisfyingly. Uh, <laughs> Dean says, wait, wait, wait. But Kit throws Dean across the room. And then he runs right out of the cabin. Cole says, oh, God. Oh, God. Ew. Something went down my throat. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) 
You got to giggle. I, yeah, you got it. <laughs> Let me collect myself. Okay. <laughs> Sam says, all right, Cole, just try and stay calm. Cole grabs his stomach and says, oh, God. Sam says, Cole? Cole says, something moved. It's alive, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> it's alive. Yep. Sam says, all right, well, we're going to get it out of you, okay? Cole says, how? Sam says, we'll figure it out. We. Dean says, man, that was a dumbass move coming here alone. You know that, right? <laughs> Cole says, oh, I'm sorry. I should have let the Machete Brothers cut my buddy's head off. Dean says, well, if you did, maybe you wouldn't be choking down a damn conworm right now. Cole says, what's a conworm? Sam says, you think that's what it is? Dean says, or some sort of freakish or some sort of freak cousin. Cole says, freak cousin of what? Sam says, a couple years back, Dean and I worked a case. We got stuck in a cannery with this worm. It would get into people's bodies. And Dean says, it was freaking awful. Cole says, all right, so you've been to this rodeo before. How do we kill it? Dean says, worst case, headshot the person. Wait, headshot the person it's in. Wormers crawl out. We stomp it like a bug. Cole says, is there a version where you don't cap me? Sam says, yeah, uh, last time, electrocution made the worm leave the body. Cole says, all right, fine. Electrocution it is. I'm game. Uh, okay, aren't these the Jefferson Starships? Like, isn't that what they called that worm? Or is that something completely different? I think. Because they're saying conworm, which I remember that being said, but I thought, like, weren't they like, oh, you found it, you get to name it, and Dean was like, Jefferson Starships, or is that Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what they were, but then they figured out what they were actually called, and the Jefferson Starship thing went to the wayside. Conworm isn't a thing, that's a conworm, that's like another TV reference. Um, I don't know, I'd have to look at, um... I guess, well, maybe it'll pop up in the interesting facts, and if not, we can figure that out. Yeah. Because in my memory, what happens is they were calling them conworms, and then um, and then they changed it to Jefferson Starships, but that might not be real life. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay, Sam says, all right, you two get to work. I'll go look for Kit. Cole says, hey, hey, Sammy. Sam says, yeah. Cole says, if we can fix me, we can save Kit, right? Sam says, that's the idea. Uh, and Sam leaves the cabin. And Dean says to Cole, you know this is going to hurt like a son of a bitch. Cole says, hell, I got a wife, a kid, and an upside-down mortgage to get back to. Whatever it takes, you know. Dean says, all right. Cole says, so last time you saw this thing, it turned people into killers, too? Dean says, yeah, except that one did a mind control number on us. He starts putting jumper cables on a car battery. Cole says... <laughs> And Cole says, damn, day in, day out, you and Sammy saving people from things they just can't wrap their minds around. Hell, and nobody even notices it. Hell, at least I got a medal for my efforts. But you, I tried to kill your ass. Dean says, yeah, well, good times. <laughs> Cole says, I almost took you off the map. Who would be saving me now? Dean says, yeah, well, let's not get too sentimental about it. All right, let's fire this puppy up. Cole says, well, you say that like it's just another Tuesday. Dean says, oh, buddy, it's only Monday. <laughs> He's like, you have no idea. <laughs> I like this whole exchange. I like that Cole is realizing, like, damn, like, you guys are awesome. And, like, 
you did this without any recognition and like I almost killed you and I feel bad about that because like I would die right now and like and he's just like <laughs> don't worry about it whatever you know yeah so. Uh, okay, so Cole puts a wooden spoon in his mouth and leans back in a recliner and nods at Dean. So Dean touches the exposed metal of the jumper cables onto Cole's forearms. Um, he, you know, electrocutes for a little while, uh, but no worms come out of him that we can <laughs> see. I just want to stress that. He needs to be we- dewormed. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Dean stops and Cole says, anything? Dean says, last time it came out of our ears. Cole says, and? Dean says, I'm not seeing anything yet. Cole says, do it again. So Dean does. When he stops, he says, all right, that sucker should have crawled out by now. Cole says, again. (laughs) Dean says, I keep going. This is going to kill you. Cole says, again. So Dean does. But this time, Cole's eyes roll back right in his head, and he stops biting down on the spoon. Dean immediately stops and checks Cole's pulse. Uh, he, and then he starts hitting Cole's chest over and over. He yells, Cole, hey, hey, Cole, come on, come on, hey. Cole's eyes suddenly pop open and he says, hey, hey, okay, all right, again. <laughs> Dean says, no, we're done playing Operation. I zap you again, you're toast. Just take a knee. So we cut to Sam driving the Impala. His phone rings and he answers. He says, Dean, how'd it go? Dean says, warm was a no-show. Sam says, that doesn't make any sense. Last time, Dean says, well, this ain't the last time. I mean, maybe this is a whole new species, you know? All I know is that Sparky struck out. Sam says, well, there's got to be something. I mean, everything has a weakness, right? Dean says, well, what about you? Any luck? Excuse me. <clears throat> Sam says, I'm on my way to Kits. Thought I'd check there first. Dean says, all right, well, hurry up, man. Sam says, you got it. So, uh, back with Dean in the cabin, he says to Cole, you okay? Cole says, so this is what in over your head looks like. Dean says, just got to keep your head in the game. Okay, what do we know about this thing? Cole says, uh, sucker dries you out. I'm thirsty already, man. Dean says, it likes water. Then, when that's not enough, Cole says, blood. I don't know, maybe lack of fluids makes this thing hostile. <laughs> that just makes me giggle too. I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> Dean says, so it's like a parasite. It rings you dry and then moves on. Cole says, so if I dry myself out, the son of a bitch wouldn't like that very much. Now wait. Dean says, no, he'd want the hell out. You'd be a hostile environment. Well, more than you already are. Cole says, well, to be fair, you haven't really seen my chiller side. <laughs> Dean says, what do you think about rapid dehydration? Cole says, big fan. Just make sure you squash that sucker when it goes AWOL. Dean says, sounds like a plan. Uh, All right, nothing like a sweat lodge in the woods, huh? Uh, So we cut to Kit's house. There are flowers and petals, like, all over the hardwood floor leading into the living room. Gemma follows the trail and finds Kit drinking water from the flower vase. Ugh. Gemma says, Kit, honey, look at me. What's happened to you? Listen, whatever's happened, whatever you you did, we're going to fix this, okay? We're going to get you well. But Kit attacks Gemma, throws her onto a chair. She yells, Kit, ah, Kit, stop. (laughs) (laughs) Kit says, I can't stop. And he leans towards her, and a conworm starts slithering out of his mouth. 
then the flower vase smashes over Kit's head, knocking him out. And we see Sam standing over him. Sam says to Gemma, you okay? Uh, so we cut to the cabin. Dean's talking on the phone with Sam. He says, you're in a sweat lodge? Dean says, well, you're the one who said everything has got a weakness. So I figure take a, I have no idea what this word is. A, a schwitz? A S-C-H-V-I-T-Z. Schwitz? Schwitz. What's that mean? Um, I think it's like, like a, a sweat, maybe, or like a, like a, it's like a, a mist, you know, like a, like a spray, a mist, a sweat, a, you know, like a small amount of liquid. <laughs> okay. I like it. That's, okay. that's how I've used it before anyway. <laughs> okay. Am I right? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't even heard that. Okay. He says, I figure take a schwitz, kill a freak. Call that a good day. Sam says, yeah, if it works. Dean says, well, you got a better idea? Sam says, yeah, I do, actually, Dean. We know how to end this. Dean says, yeah, plan B for bullet, but we're not quite there yet, so just hold tight. Sam says, all right. Dean says, how's the wife? Sam says, she's barely holding on. How's Cole? Dean says, he's going strong. Sam says, good. Look, Dean, Kit is going to come, too. And when I get here... No, that's not what he says. He says, and when I got here, it was bad. Dean says, we're on the clock. I get it. Sam says, yeah. So they hang up, and Dean says to Cole, just keep sweating, man. You're doing great. Then Dean opens up a water bottle and takes a drink as Cole stares at him, which is not very cool, Dean, but okay. And Dean I says, know. I was kind of like, that's, that's go with me at the home. Drink your water. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, he's hot in there, too. I get it. But, like, dude. Dean says, sorry. Uh, so I cut to Kit's house. Sam and Gemma are sitting on the couch in the living room while Kit is tied up in the kitchen. Gemma says, I don't understand. Sam says, on Kit's last mission, on his deployment with Rick, there was an incident and something got inside Kit. I mean, have you seen anything? Gemma says, I mean, I saw something. Okay, but it, it was, Sam says, it was a monster. It was a real life, actual, honest to God monster. And your husband, it changed him. Gemma says, what? Who are you? I just, okay. I don't think that that would be my my question after that. I think it would be more like, what do you mean, monster? Something about my husband. Anything, literally. Like, what do you mean? It wouldn't be like, who are you? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I can kind of see where you're just like, where, what is going on? How did you end up here? Because that's the connection, right? Like, monsters yeah. show up because you're here. So who are you? You know, like... <laughs> I don't know. I think I would be more like, how do I fix it before I'm like, show me your credentials? But maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> I guess you never know. I mean, uh, maybe okay. if you don't also believe that that's what's going on necessarily, you're like, yeah, I don't know if I believe you. Who the heck are you? You know, like. Okay. Also, yeah, your husband talked to you and is drinking blood and stuff. So. <laughs> but, okay. Uh, we cut to the cabin. Cole says, my dad, he got something inside him too, right? You think this is what he felt like when he turned? Dean says, maybe. I mean, he was human before he was a monster. Cole says, I get it. Why you did it, Dean? My dad wasn't my dad anymore. If I go down that same road, I want you to do that to me too. Dean says, that road? That means giving up. If you think that's where you're headed, then you've got it ass backwards. You're going to fight harder than you ever had. You understand? Cole watches Dean drink some more water. And then he stands up and walks over to a chair. He says, Dino, will you do me the honor of tying me to this chair? 
<laughs> I like that. Dean says, yeah. And then he grabs some rope. Uh, as Dean starts tying him to the chair, Cole punches him and grabs for his water bottle. Uh, he starts chugging it, but Dean slaps the bottle out of his hand and holds him down with his gun in his face. Cole says, come on, we both know you're not going to do it. Dean says, you are going to sweat this one through. Uh, Cole says, I can't, Dean. Dean says, yes, you can. Listen to me. Yes, you can. Think about your family, hmm? Your wife? Your kid? You hear me? Cole says, I appreciate the talk, coach. But honestly, all I can think about is slicing your wrist and drinking you like a fountain. Dean moves his hand very quickly away from Cole's shoulder. <laughs> and, Cole, <laughs> and Cole says, guess that makes me a monster, don't it? So we cut back to Kit's house. Gemma says, so you're a hunter. Sam says, right. Gemma says, and I'm sorry, this is going to take me a minute. It's a, Sam says, it's crazy, right? It sounds crazy. I know, but it's the truth. Gemma says, I don't care if it's what you say he is, okay? He's my husband. Uh, In the kitchen, we see that Kit is regaining consciousness. Uh, In the living room, Sam says, Gemma, he tried to kill you. Was that your husband when you looked into his eyes? Was that the kit you know? Look, Dean is working on it. Dean and Cole will figure it out, okay? Let me check in with them. Gemma says, all right, Sam. Uh, She looks into the kitchen while Sam's getting his phone out, and she sees that Kit is not there anymore. Uh, She says, Sam, but suddenly all the power goes out in the house. Sam puts his finger to his mouth to shush her, and they move slowly um, into the kitchen. Then he motions for Gemma to wait where she is, and he sort of walks away. Uh, Kit sneaks up behind Gemma, and she screams, and then he and Sam, like, brawl. <laughs> so, when I think Sam drops his gun on the ground, and they're, like, both struggling for the gun, and then Sam's phone starts to ring. Uh, we cut to the cabin. Dean is the one calling Sam. He's pacing around the floor. Dean says, come on, Sammy, pick up is coughing by the fireplace. He jumps on Dean and pins him to the table. Uh, but Dean has his out and pointed at Cole's head. He says, don't make me pull this trigger. Cole says, I already did. And then Cole, like, leaves his head back, and we see the conworm, like, wiggling up his throat under his skin. Blech. Oh, no. just dropped on my notes. <laughs> I went, blech. I just Dean says, holy, and then he throws Cole off of him, and the worm pops out of Cole's mouth and falls on the floor, and Dean stomps on it with his boot. Uh, It splats. Dean says, you okay? Cole says, yeah. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Uh, Dean calls Sam again. Uh, Sam answers and says, hey. Dean says, Sammy, we did it. Cole's all right. Get Kit over here as soon as you can. Sam says, it's too late. And we see that Gemma is on the floor of their kitchen holding Kit, who is dead, with a bullet hole in his forehead. Uh, we cut to outside the cabin. Sam, Cole, and Dean are packing up their cars to leave. Sam approaches Cole and says, hey, Cole, listen, uh, I, uh, for whatever it's worth, I really wish it hadn't ended this way. Cole says, yeah, me too, Sammy boy. Sam says, I mean, Kit, he was going to kill her. and." Cole says, I know. Gemma told me everything. Soldier goes crazy, attacks his wife. She had to kill him. Or at least that's the story she's got to tell. I guess I've seen it all now. Dean says, some, not all. 
He's like, you have no clue. <laughs> I kind of felt like maybe Dean was like, hey, you want to be a hunter? You know, right there? Like, kind of like, hey, you have seen a little bit of it. Do you want to see more? Uh, ah, maybe, but... Like, like leaving that door open for Cole. But Cole says, I just want to go home, see my family. I want to thank you, Dino, for keeping me standing. Dean says, well, all it took was a little blood, sweat, and uh, more sweat. You take care of yourself, you hear? Cole says, all right, I will. But I still hope I don't see the two of you anymore. No offense. Sam says, none taken. And then Cole gets into his Jeep and drives away. Dean says, don't blame yourself for Kit, man. Sam says, I can't help it, Dean. It feels crappy. Dean says, I know it does. Sam says, I tried. I did. I tried. I just, I couldn't save this one. Dean says, you know, you can do everything right. And even still, sometimes the guy still dies. Uh, then Dean gets some baby, and Sam looks very upset. And credits. Okay, so my thoughts for this episode. Uh, the first one is they changed the subtitle font. They did? Yeah. Um, did I notice that? You know, I think I did notice that, honestly. I, I don't know remember if this is the first episode, but this is the first episode that I noticed it. <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't I like I remember having that thought, but I don't remember if it was this episode or an earlier one. So but but recently, within the last month, I feel like yeah, I did yeah, think like I definitely yeah. like it stood out to me in this one for some reason. I'm sure it might it could have this maybe isn't the first one that it, they've done it in, but uh, this is the first one that I noticed it anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't like I the and the whole time I was just sitting there trying to think. Okay, like, is it just this episode that like is there something about this episode and this font that they like want this specific font for this episode, or is this now the new subtitle font? Yeah, and, like, like for the I don't show know the answer for to all that. of Netflix, like. When did that? Hmm, I don't know. Because I think so. I mean, I've already watched the next episode, and I didn't note. I didn't say anything about the subtitles, but also I kind of wonder if like it was because they were the same as the previous one, you know, mm-hmm. like or if they went back to normal or I. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I'll pay attention next time I watch an episode because yeah, I have watched it for the next episode too, and I don't remember. I don't remember what happened when. Maybe it was just the same as this one, you know, like, yeah. and so I didn't think anything of it because I was like, oh, well, you know, now, now it's just like changed. They've actually like changed it, changed it. And it's not just like that episode maybe, but I didn't write yeah. it down. So huh. okay. I'll, me, pay but... I'll pay attention. I'll pay attention. I'm like, what have you done? Like, it looks different. <laughs> Isn't it just like, 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 it's you know, what blocky. is that? Oh, see, I thought it was more like, like italicized or whatever, you know, like. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I don't know. Well, when they talk, isn't it italicized and then the rest of it isn't or something? Or I don't. Or maybe it's like the sound effects that are italicized or something. Something is italicized in there. I I don't don't remember. (laughs) We've only watched over. Well, I've only watched over 200 episodes now on Netflix and I have no idea. (laughs) We're on 210, folks. (laughs) Damn. All right. Yeah. And like, what? (laughs) You know, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Um, That's awesome. Okay, and then I had a, a creepy thought about the worm. <laughs> what if it didn't come out of his mouth? I thought that too. Like, 
I was like, like, okay, because like when Dean is electrocuting, yeah, like Dean is electrocuting him, and then like he's like, I don't see anything happen. I'm like, okay, but there's a lot of other like hole options that maybe mm-hmm. you aren't looking at. So like, <laughs> what then? Yeah, what do you right? do? Yeah, I had that thought, and I was like, oh, instant clench. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Little like earwig worm coming out. No, yuck. I hate it. I hate it coming out of anywhere. I hate it being in there to begin with, but that's fine. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Also, one thing that they did that like really didn't make sense to me was, you know, how they turned the lodge or the cabin or whatever, I guess, into like a sweat lodge, basically. Yeah. Okay, fine. Steaming, though, that adds moisture in the air. Obviously, you're not drinking said moisture, but you're still breathing in that steam at that point. Like, wouldn't you think that you would just want to crank the heat and have it be a dry heat to make you, like, sweat and all that sort of stuff? Like, why did they need to make it steamy? I don't know. Maybe just so you could see how hot it was getting. Maybe that was the point of that. I don't remember. Like, Like, I remember them saying that, like, oh, sweat lodge, haha. But I don't remember them actually doing a steam component that I completely missed. Yeah, I remember them, like, like, I don't remember who it was, if it was Dean or if it was Cole, but they were pouring, like, a cup or a water, or, like, a bottle of water. I think it, it must have been Dean. That makes more sense, water over, like, rocks. Like, they, they made it, like, a legit, like, sauna, you know? I don't remember that at all. Yeah, that doesn't make any kind of sense. Like, yeah, it's like, why are you adding water to the air? Like, you're supposed to be getting rid of all the water you can. Why are you adding it? Like, that just kind of, like, didn't make any sense to me. And, again, granted, you're not drinking the water, so, you know. uh, Still, I mean, you're still going to get wet. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It was just weird to me. It just, like, I was like, this doesn't get rid of water. Why are you adding water? Like, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's weird. So, okay. Um, yeah, other than that, like the only the only thing I vaguely remember from this episode is when Sam is over at Kit's house, mm-hmm. and um, he's like changed to something in the kitchen or whatever. Yeah, like, to something in the kitchen, and like yeah, he's like tied like, to a pole breaks, or something. Yeah, he like breaks free, and then like he's not then like them noticing that he's not there like that is legit the only thing I remember from this episode uh, I remember this Cole... is a new episode and I remembered that one specific scene and that was it you know I remember I remember the like the body cam footage from like that military operation I remember that and then I remembered um I remember Cole getting electrocuted um but that's it that's See, all I, I remember like yeah I should remember that but I definitely don't you know yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, apparently, that I don't remember from this season. Well, yeah. I mean, I've only seen these a few times. Yeah, so me too. Like, I have no idea what's, like, everything that happens, aside from, like, the end of the 15th season, I don't know what happens when, you know? Yeah. So, like, Like, it's all jumbled in my mind. Like, there's whole storylines that I know, but, like, I don't know what season they are. I don't know when they happen. I don't know if this happens before this or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah. It's kind of interesting considering especially like that I think a lot of these I shouldn't say a lot of these but I think a good amount of like season 10 and on because I was living over by you at this point and I feel like we watched a lot of episodes together to an extent Maybe, I mean yeah. not a we lot did. we, did. Like we, know, we watched yeah we, we did watch a bunch of them I remember yeah I mean 
Yeah. Yeah, that happened. You would come over because I remember Jessica came over that one time, too, and we were watching it. I remember because she yeah. was licking those. <laughs> Wasn't she licking? What was she licking? She was licking like those like pretzel crisps. She was like licking yeah, okay, the salt yeah. off them. So and I remember telling you about Jessica. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I just didn't know that was a thing. It was so funny. Yeah. She's, she's the, hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, just, that I give her so much grief about that all the time. I don't know what it is with her and chips. Any chip that she has, like, I mean, I don't know if she does this with tortilla chips. Mm-hmm. Because they don't really have flavor on them other than salt. But, like, anything. <laughs> Especially, like, Doritos and, like, that sort of stuff. And, like, you know, if it has, like, cheese dust on it or whatever. She licks the flavor off mm-hmm. first and then eats the chip. What sort of monster <laughs> doesn't want to have a flavored chip? At That's that true. Point, At that point, throw the chip away. Soggy flavorless chip you know yeah, <laughs> like, I would throw the chip away like if you're in it for the flavor and you're not willing to have like the filler that it's on or whatever like just look your flavor and toss the chip I don't know well that's the thing though is that she eats the chip yeah it's not that she's just licking the flavor like she just wants to have like all the flavor on her tongue first or something and then eats the chip and she's always done that since I've known her and like she doesn't mm-hmm. even think about it uh, but like <laughs> which fine I mean again whatever like I don't care mm-hmm. do what you do but it was just I give her so much grief about it because every time I see her eating chips and I'm like why are you licking it you weirdo you know <laughs> just eat the chip you know I'm like dear god eat the chip you know <laughs> that's <laughs> why funny are we doing this and she's like it tastes better this way. And I'm like, how? <laughs> You're slobbering all over it and taking off the flavor and then eating it and telling me it tastes better. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you're listening to this, Jessica, sorry, I gave away your secret, but I still love you and I think it's hilarious, which is, you know, whatever. Like, I don't think it's yeah. a problem. I just, no, it's, it's not. So. It's, yeah. it's, it's cute. Yeah. Even though I will continually give you shit for it. <laughs> but also, how did you get this way? Like, I need the story. I know. Yeah. Like, why did you start doing this? Like, yeah. what? I'm sure it was like, she's, because I think at one point she told me that she's like always done it. So it must have been something when she was a kid that she like yeah. did because either she thought of it or somebody, she saw somebody doing it or whatever. And she's just like always done it. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but I still want to know that story. I've never another person who licks the flavor off the chip first. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> or whatever, you know, like chip. I don't know if I've seen her really eat Cheetos. I'm sure she would probably do it with Cheetos too. Huh. That sounds harder. You should text her and ask her about the Cheetah licking situation. I'd <laughs> be like, okay, I need to, happy birthday. Also. <laughs> Let's talk about Cheetos. Do you Cheetos. Lick your flavor off of your Cheetos too, or is it just chips? <laughs> we need to know for the podcast. Yeah. I know. Like, <laughs> we're only talking about you a little bit. You know? <laughs> do it. Fine. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. Wasn't she on an episode? She was on an episode, yeah. I was yeah. Say, but it was like. God, it was in was the that? first couple seasons. Yeah. It was Maybe like early. second or third. Yeah. Because it was when we were podcasting at your house. Yeah. Like, and only podcasting at your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So first couple seasons. I don't yeah. remember when that stopped, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know yeah. for sure we stopped getting together for a while, at least during the whole, like, you know, beginning of the COVID stuff. Yeah. And, I don't remember. But I don't we were. know what we were doing exactly before that as far yeah. as, like, if we were, I think we were just driving back and forth. I think that's what we, we were. were yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like every, like couple weeks or something we'd you know yeah 
<clears throat> Are you texting her? I remember. I think I'm like, because this is going to drive me nuts. I think it was every other week we the other one would drive. So, like, we would get together just about every weekend, but, mm-hmm. it you know, we'd switch back and forth. So, that way we only had to drive, like... Yeah, it was like once a month. A one of yeah, yeah, yeah like one yeah, because yeah, we, we do it every other week, and one of us would drive. So yeah, we were yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> oh, it was every no. other week. I don't. I think I was it was like, every I don't other week. It was every week or every other week. It wouldn't have I, been every week. Yeah, well, I think when you were living closer, we did get together more than that. Oh yeah, no, for but, sure. But but yeah, once you were saying, not like when we started driving though. Yeah, I think it yeah. was. Every I think other it was every right? yeah, because I would drive to you once a month, and you would drive to me once a month. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah like. When we were living closer, I always came to your house because there was no way that, like, we were going to be able to podcast at my parents' house. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So, yeah. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Got to text Jessica. I need to fucking know. <laughs> Remind me to text her later because I okay. have things pulled up on my phone and I will, yeah. I mean, I, like, I feasibly I could text her, but that might be, like, weirdly out of nowhere for her if I start asking <laughs> her about the things she likes. You should you know? text her and be like, birthday also I need to know this because we were just talking about so she'd be like what the fuck Rochelle you know? oh, no. she would text you and be like your friend Lynn is creeping me out you know, text me and be like really you know like, <laughs> like she did you did it in front of her like I know we talked about it you know yep. like whatever it's fine but anyways so there's that love you Jessica okay. <laughs> love you long time <laughs> anyway so, um, <laughs> we're moving on from my thoughts because they're t- clearly bringing us down into rabbit holes and swirling down the toilet. Um, what's <laughs> your favorite moment from this episode? Uh, okay. My favorite episode. No, no, no. That's wrong. Sorry. My favorite <laughs> moment in this episode. Um, I know I talked about this already, but it was when, um, like Dean is getting ready to um, zap Cole for the first time. And yeah. Cole is like, man, like you guys do this all the time and like nobody thanks you and you know I almost killed you man who would be saving my ass now you know I just I thought I always I always like when people like verbalize that the aha moment you know yeah, like to like Sam and Dean like you know because because most people I guess in fiction anyway is like do those kinds of things and and are recognized for it you know what I mean yeah. so mm-hmm. it's just a different sort of dynamic and it's lovely when somebody realizes like oh you guys just do this because it's the right thing to do as opposed to for the recognition. Like, yeah, you know, damn. Yeah. They're not and doing was, it because people know, like mm-hmm. they want to keep it from as many people as they can. Yeah. You know? And I almost killed you because I didn't have all the information and yeah, you know, just like that. That's crazy. Yeah. So I, I was like when they get that recognition and it's yeah. even, and it's a little bit different coming from a dude who wasn't, doesn't want to like get down. You know what I mean? Like, so what do you mean by that? <laughs> I mean, I mean, a lot of times it's from a girl, you know what I mean? Who's oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I was thank like, you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a cute girl. Maybe I'll kiss you. You know, like, this is just like a like a, a dude not trying to get down, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I just, yeah, I thought it was nice. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite moment? Um, I have one that's like kind of not really favorite moment, but I liked it. And then one favorite moment, um, the kind of just I liked it moment was see, so the girl who played, um, Kit's husband was in heart or is in Heartland. Kit's wife. Um, Kit's wife. Yeah. Did yeah. I say Kit's husband? You, yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, okay. Kit's wife. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't know um, she, she so, was in Heartland. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's one of the um, 
she's one of the main actresses in there. So I thought that was kind of cool to see her in something else because I've never seen her in anything else. Um, yeah. Other than that, like my actual favorite moment from the episode is um, Dean just really wanting the cake, you know? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. going, oh my God, don't tell him no, I really want, you know, like, oh, cake, you know? And like sneaking frosting like a small child and like hiding it on his finger, you know? <laughs> so that yeah. way he it later, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. That was pretty great. It was pretty Mm -hmm. good. But um, yeah, that was my favorite moment. (laughs) Why do you think Sam was like, no cake? You know, why do you think he did that? Like just to get in and out, to be more professional? I think he wanted to just like, you know, be more professional maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe he thought that Dean would just kind of like lose it around the cake and like they would be like, you are not an FBI agent because as he's like shoving cake into his face and like, I mean, I can only imagine that it would be like, you know, the whole like Donna situation with the powdered donuts again, you know, like yeah. just like <laughs> right. frosting all over his face. And he's like, I I'm, maybe he was just trying to avoid the embarrassment. I don't really know. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense, honestly. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I know part of me was just like, Sammy, he's having a hard time. Let him have some fucking cake. He's got the mark of Kate, man. Give Yeah. So, but I get it. Whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I did appreciate the humor of it though, because like Dean is acting like a small child in this, and it's just like you can tell he wants it so bad, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's just like, oh god, I need it, you know. Like, mm-hmm. why are you doing this to me? This is awful, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I I just thought that whole thing was funny, but it was. Um, so. The interesting facts from this episode, it says uh, the title of the episode refers, (laughs) it refers, oh boy, it refers to the 1990 book, The Things They Carried, (laughs) by Tim O'Brien, a collection of semi-autobiographical short stories (laughs) based on the author's experiences in the Vietnam War. Coincidentally, a minor character in that novel is named Jensen. Um, funny enough, also, I can't read right now, so bear with me, folks. <laughs> hey, you're good. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. We're literally a run-on sentence in, and I've already fucked up twice, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> uh, so it says, uh, Dean asks Cole, hey, Kung Fu Grip, you coming? Um, he's referring to the G.I. Joe Adventure Team line of action figures from the 1970s. That's way more, um, innocent than I was thinking, but okay. Mm-hmm. I think I I think I told you that already privately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mention something about G.I. Joe though too, didn't you? Uh oh, I didn't, no. I think we just came across this information and then talked about it. Because remember we were gonna like podcast. I thought the you other said day. something about it when we were recording earlier. No, no, we that was later <laughs> on. Yeah. Earlier I was like, okay. I have an idea, but I'm not gonna say it. And it was from a song. It was like a, a line from a song. Yeah. That that is. Did you like look it up or something? I, I don't. Think, honestly, I, I don't you, remember. I think you went and, over these interesting facts already, and that's how we talked about it. But like not recording it. I don't know if I'm making any sense. Because remember we we were gonna podcast the other I mean, day, so we looked at this. Sense, but I don't know. What, <laughs> I mean, my brain is all scrambled, so that's <laughs> that's fine. All right. Well, that's my memory. Are there holes in it? Yes. So I don't know. Oh, I have a lot of holes in my memories. 
So, you know, <laughs> that's yep. fine. Um, uh, Cole says that it's uh, that this is like every Tuesday for Dean. Um, this was the first episode of the season on Wednesdays. It had been on Tuesdays for the first part of the season. Hmm. Okay. Um, it says at around 11.38, there is a pan of the town. Um, this is the same town used for Rosewood in the TV show Pretty Little Liars. Oh, cool. <laughs> I, have not- I said that and now I'm a little embarrassed that I just said, oh, cool. Yes, I watched Pretty Little Liars. Fuck off. You know what? You know what good came from it was my... My love for um, Tumblr. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how that's how Tumblr happened to me. It was like, who the fuck is A on Pretty Little Liars? And then I was like, what is this world? Oh my <laughs> god! So that's oh. what happened to me. I definitely haven't watched it, but I've heard from the people that have watched it that it kind of like sucks you in. So I'm a little bit afraid to start watching it. Like I'm kind of curious about it, but also at the same time, like, do I want to? have another wormhole to like spiral into i need to finish the crown first is what needs to happen (laughs) yeah i mean like pretty little liars is definitely like you got to be in the right mood and that mood is kind of like a vampire diaries mood i mean not i mean as there's nothing like supernatural i think happening in pretty little Liars. like that's so long ago i think there are some like mis- there's definitely like it's a big mystery yeah you know what i mean and sometimes you know there is an element of like wait but like it's not you know it's not a supernaturally show yeah so <clears throat> yeah but yeah it's I actually think... it but like in a teenager way you know yeah yeah and like i'll be real i got sucked into vampire diaries mm-hmm. and then which meant i had to watch the originals which then meant I had to watch Legacies. So I have I seen all of it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I get it. Yeah. Whatever. You know, <laughs> like it's okay. so melodramatic that it's so it's just stupid. But like because it's so melodramatic, it's like a train wreck. You just like can't look away from it, even though like you really want to, but you like have to know what happens, you know? Yeah. That was my experience with Vampire Diaries. Originals yeah. was better. It wasn't so melodramatic. Mm-hmm. Kind of. I mean, it still had its moments, but it was a little bit more, like, adult-feeling-ish to me as far as, like, not-so-teenager-y, you know? Yeah. But maybe that was just me. I don't know. And Legacies was very much, because it was about a bunch of teenagers, it was still kind of, like, teenager-y, melodramatic, you know, like, you know, weird love triangles in high school, you know, sort of stuff. So, I I mean, I enjoyed the originals, I think, the most out of all of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I can see that. Yeah, I don't. I mean, again. Yeah, I so like I I didn't watch all of Vampire Diaries. I only got a couple seasons in, and then I was just like, I can't. Like, yeah, this <laughs> that's is, fair. Yeah, like <laughs> I couldn't either, but I did it anyway. <laughs> yeah, and then I did watch some of the originals because I really like um, what's that actress who plays um, Rebecca? <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh, um, uh, what's her face? She was in um. I'm a, I'm a little bit Claire, obsessed. With, I think. In what? Claire Holt. She was in yes. um, um, H2O. Yes, that's correct. Which is that, like, mermaid show on yeah. Netflix that also I watched because I was... <laughs> and I don't... I think I might have watched that, actually, because I figured out that... Um, I think I watched it because I figured out that she was in it or something, and then... Uh, Phoebe Tonkin, who plays mm-hmm. Haley, right? Yeah, yes. Um, mm-hmm. She 
is also they were both in that show and so I was yeah. like oh, okay this could be interesting they were teenagers like let's watch this and then it was like really dumb but like <laughs> I watched yeah I know I did like Killian watched some of the like cartoon that they made I don't I think it was after that actual show but I mean yeah. I don't really know maybe it came first and then they did a live action but um but yeah I yeah. so I've seen I've seen some of the cartoon um yeah. But, um, but yeah, I did watch some of the originals and I, I there was definitely a, a difference between like the vibe, you know, like it didn't have yeah. a lot of that, like high school drama, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so that was a little bit more interesting for me, but, um, but yeah, yeah I, I liked them just fine, but, um, but not yeah. uh, clearly not enough to carry on. So, um, but <laughs> I did, um, I did watch, um, oh God, what were we just talking about? Not Vampire Diaries. Oh, uh. Pretty Little Liars. I did watch most of that, and I did watch most of Gossip Girl, and they feel very similar. You okay, know? that's what I've watched a yeah. few episodes of Gossip Girl, but I really haven't watched much of that. So yeah, like they have the same kind of like made for this age and this mood that you're, you know what I mean? So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um. Where am I on here? Oh, okay. Um, Pretty Little Liars. Uh, so it says uh, Richard DeClerc, who plays Kit Version, um, uh, or Versen, maybe. I don't remember what they said his last name was. Um, I remember that. Yeah. Previously appeared in the episode Supernatural um, Hunted from, or as Scott Carey. So it was from 2007, so that would have been season three, right? Isn't Hunted one of the Gordon episodes? One of the what? Sorry, you like the cut one. out just like for a brief syllable of that. Oh, okay. Um, the one isn't that one of the ones that had like Gordon chasing Sam? I might be oh, totally maybe. wrong, but that's what's coming into my head. But I don't remember him at all, so who knows? Yeah, no. I mean, if it was, he was probably like one of the hunters that like Gordon talked to to try and like figure out where Sam was or something. You know, yeah. like okay. That's. It. I mean, if that's what it is, then that's. I would guess that that's mm-hmm. where he was. Okay. Um, so it says when Cole tells Sam and Dean that he wasn't going to wait around for them to kill his buddy, Dean tells Cole, well, if you did, you wouldn't be choking down a damn conworm right now. <laughs> um, the conworm is the creature from the 1982 sci-fi classic Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, which mm-hmm. I've heard of the title, but never watched any of that. I'm sure, actually, I've probably seen bits and pieces of it because my dad was really into Star Trek for a while. Yeah, I was going to say that exact same thing. Like, I'm pretty sure I've seen bits of all of them. But, like, that was so long ago that I don't remember what's what. I remember I the one where, probably, like. I mean, if huh. it was from 82, it was made before I was oh, yeah. even born. So right. it was probably yeah. when I was, like, six that these things were on the TV all the time. And, like. Yeah. Ha- held no interest to in me. <laughs> the only one with that, like the only movies with that original Star Trek cast that I remember is the one where Spock died because that shit traumatized me. Like I wasn't even invested in these characters or anything. And I was just like <laughs> a mess. Like, uh, like, but yeah, I was I didn't still even know like that Spock died, but also yeah. I've I never mean, watched any of it. So. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he comes back. I don't remember the circumstances of that, but uh, I mean, I, know I don't of even Spock. know. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it because I was like, God, I was probably like eight at the most when I watched that. And I was just like, this is the worst. Why are you making me watch this? Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't. 
that was one of those things that my brother and I were always like, can we put on anything else? And he's like, no, we're watching this. <laughs> that was Star Trek. I don't remember. It must have, it might have been like, the, I think there was like a TV show or something that, did they have a TV show or was it just movies? Yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole show. Yes. 100%. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know, but I remember, like, it was on a lot, and so it must have been, like, he was watching the show and didn't want to, like, miss episodes and that sort of stuff, because Mm -hmm. if that were him, you know, watching a show, it would make sense, because you can't, like, you know, digitally record things (laughs) back then. Yeah, right, right. Whatever. Our next interesting fact, it says people can be electrocuted by car batteries. Um, it is not the 28 volts of or 28 volts of two batteries, but the amps, which would fry him. Um, you can put your hand on example or for example, I'm guessing what they meant um, on a Tesla coil, which can produce a million volts, but is so weak at a half an amp. It would do nothing to anybody who touches the sphere, but have the bolts of electricity hit the glass by your hand. Oh, okay. Huh. I don't know if any of that is true, but, you know. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> we'll go with it because yeah. they wrote it like they seem to know, but there's also been plenty of other interesting facts. I'm sure that people write it like they know it and it's not the truth. So, you know, there's yep. that. You're right. Um, <laughs> um, uh, and the last one, it says it's the final appearance of Cole Trenton, which is Travis Aaron Wade. Yeah, I, uh, um, you know what, I like the character Cole. Uh, I like how he plays him. I think it's a fun mix of like, I'm gonna fucking kill you because I killed my daddy, but also I'm gonna give you a cute nickname, Dino, you're adorbs, you know? Like, I just, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I really like his whole character. Um, I, I'm sad to see him go because I, I do like that. It would have been fun to have him as like a hunting friend, you know, who pops up mm-hmm. every now and then to help. Um, but I do understand that that actor had a little bit of uh, issues, whether that's true or not. I do not know, but on the convention circuit and everything. So I wonder if that's what happened or maybe they just wrote his character off. I don't know. No, oh, who knows? Yeah. 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 And then nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> so our research is from armytimes.com. Um, and it's six haunting military ghost stories. Awesome. Um, it says with a history as old as the United States itself, <coughs> not that old. Um, there's no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> there are plenty of ghost stories from the U.S. military's almost 246 active years to keep you up at night. From watery graves to haunted houses, sites of battles and ghoulish residents of military leaders long gone. They are ripe for spiritual and sinister happenings. <laughs> yes. Um, it says here are six ghost stories that'll chill you to your bones first one is the USS Hornet's ghostly inhabitants Um, the USS Hornet and her crew served in World War II and the Vietnam War achieving numerous awards for service and operations she also was the prime recovery ship for the Apollo 11 and 12 missions Um, during her active years about 300 crew members died from accidents and suicides Uh, Visitors to the ship's permanent location in San Francisco report hearing voices and seeing apparitions of soldiers. Um, Electronic equipment is also known to go haywire on board. Um, Now, the host of ghost tours, the USS Hornet, holds the title of the most haunted ship in America. 
Oh, wow. So where did you say it, it lives now? Did you say you said San Diego? Uh, San Francisco. San Francisco. Okay. Interesting. Um, <clears throat> the next one is the watery grave of the USS Arizona. Oh, it yeah. says, uh, next on our list is another haunted World War II-era Navy ship, the USS Arizona. When the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor on December 7, 1941, the Arizona became a mass tomb for the 1,102 that perished with her. She serves as an underwater graveyard and memorial to those that died during the tragic event. However, many believe that the dead did not go in peace and still haunt the area. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, today officers blame a ghost called Charlie for many of the eerie happenings near the USS Arizona. Uh, this famous apparition is reportedly harmless, only turning on water faucets and causing heavy doors to swing open and closed. Huh. Another ghost, however, inspires more fear. One of the sailors who abandoned his post during the bombings allegedly haunts the deck of the ship at low tide, inspiring fear and sadness in visitors to the memorial. My mom's dad was working there when it got bombed. Oh, really? Yeah, he was like on the ship or like I I'm not sure of the specifics. Um it's a very private side of the family and he's mm-hmm. not around anymore. Um yeah. he survived it though. Um all I remember really hearing about it is that he was definitely shooting his gun at airplanes. So yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, you know. So that's uh, that's crazy. That's yeah. that's crazy to me because you think that's so long ago, right? And like, I mean, I he mean, passed. Really. It's really not like I mean, if he hadn't, you know, passed away from cancer, like he could still be alive, and it wouldn't be yeah. that weird, you know. He's, yeah. Yeah. So, like, because yeah. it was in '41, so mm-hmm. I mean, it's 23 now, so it's 80-ish years ago. Yeah. You know, like, so you think like it seems so long ago and I've been I've been to that memorial and stuff. It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, like it wasn't it wasn't that long ago, really. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. but if you think about it, like the U.S. hasn't been the U.S. for that long either, you know, like no. compared to pretty much any other country. Else. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. Like, yeah. yes, like there are we, you know, maybe more developed than other places or how, you know, just is it set up differently? Sure. But like, especially when you go to other countries, like, you know, Europe and all that sort of stuff, you realize like how young the U S is and how kind of like pathetic our history is until you get into like native history. That's different. Cause they've been sure. around for much longer and that's really interesting. Absolutely. But like, as far as like, you know, white U.S. history goes, mm-hmm. not so exciting, you know, like, and right. also a lot of bad things, you know, like, yes, so, you know, absolutely, yeah, uh, not saying yeah. that I'm against the U.S., like, am I glad I live here? Yes, but, you know, like, mm-hmm. right, <laughs> there's yeah. not a lot, so, yeah, um, yes, um, <laughs> So the next one is Fort Leavenworth. Um, it says uh, U.S. Army Garrison Fort Leavenworth is widely considered one of the most haunted posts in America. Um, though it's still actively used today, residents and visitors claim that it's host to a myriad of ghosts that wander its buildings and grounds. Uh, one of the more famous haunts is General George Armstrong Custer, who is said to roam the general's residence while also haunting other site or also haunting another site on this list. Um, though he did not die here, his spirit is said to remain after he was found guilty of mistreating his troops and deserting his command. Where is uh, this? Where is Fort Leavenworth? It doesn't say. 
Okay. I don't know where that is. I can Google it real quick. <clears throat> Keep going. I'll let it you know. Say here. Um, it says, but some buildings are more haunted than others. Uh, the Rookery at 14 Summer Place is considered both the oldest and most haunted. The U.S. Army reports numerous incidents that have happened to Rookery residents, including missing items, unexplained noises, spectral visitors, and more. Um, one of the ghosts is said to be a woman with long hair who attacks residents by clawing at them with her fingernails. <laughs> Gross. Okay, just real quick. Fort Leavenworth is in Kansas. Okay. Okay. Um, Wait, where are we right now? I'm sorry, I missed it because I was all up in my all up Fort in my Leavenworth. Oh, I thought you. I thought we moved on. No, it's so, just a building in Fort Leavenworth. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I'm paying attention. I'm sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> Um, so this is also still in Fort Leavenworth. This is another haunted site. Um, is the St. Ignatius Chapel, which has been rebuilt multiple times due to fires. Um, a house now stands at the first location of the chapel, but residents have claimed to see the ghost of a young priest who died in a fire. As for the rebuilt chapel, it inexplicably burned to the ground again in 2000. Hmm. Okay. Either they really suck at their wiring. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or maybe it was the ghosty that did it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> knocked over a candle or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Um, uh, so number four is the never-ending battle of the Little Bighorn. Um, though the Battle of the Little Bighorn happened in 1873, present-day visitors to the battlefield claim they can still hear and see spirits of U.S. Army soldiers. Soldiers. Soldiers? What? Soldiers is what I was looking for. Um, <laughs> and Native American warriors fighting. Now, a cemetery and national monument, it is no surprise that this site of such death and violence is haunted by those who passed here or there, including uh, U.S. Army General George Armstrong Custer. Mm. Sorry, it's, I've got a. Never mind. Okay. I had a like call coming in on my phone and it wasn't letting me do stuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> Don't know who it was, but they hung up. So, okay. <laughs> um, it says Stone House, the late 19th century cemetery caretaker's house located there, is home to many apparitions, including mutilated soldiers and headless cavalrymen. Uh, cavalry, sorry. That's cavalry and cavalry. I always screw up those two words. Uh, I'm going to be real honest. I didn't realize those are different words. And I don't know which one that I've said. I think I just pick when I say it. What's the difference? Please tell me. So... Cav, cat. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is my fault. Uh, let me. Okay. <laughs> Cavalry. Yeah. Is like the horse troops, right? Got it. Okay. Calvary is the hill outside Jerusalem where Jesus was crucified. I had no idea. I've never heard that before. I realize that shows my I mean, if you don't grow up in church, but yeah, I did not know know that. Yeah. Okay. Huh. But I I wonder if I've confused people. (laughs) Calvary is where (laughs) Jesus died in cavalry. Cavalry. Cavalry is the, okay. Okay. The the horsey dudes. Okay. Got it. Um, Got it. Yes. (laughs) I had no idea this was a a Jesus related thing. <laughs> okay. I always, I always, I, I think it's just hard to say cavalry for some reason for me, just to begin with, because it just seems weird to have a V before an L. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so I always say Calvary and I'm like, well, 
<laughs> like, it's not right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But that's uh, right. So, right. um, yeah, there's that. Um, <laughs> mutilated soldiers and headless cavalrymen. That's even yeah. a harder word to say. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Um, so it says the Crow tribe called those that lived in this house during the 1800s ghost herders. Um, they saw the flag the caretakers raised and lowered as a signal for spirits to come out at dusk and then return to their graves at dawn. Hmm. Um, number five is the Jefferson Barracks. Uh, Missouri's Jefferson Barracks are now home to the Army and Air National Guard, but a spooky sentry with a bullet hole through his head allegedly oh. still confronts soldiers in the barracks headquarters. Um, I don't like that. (laughs) Legend has it. He still thinks he's on duty during a munitions raid and believes the living soldiers are his enemies. Um, A soldier was once so scared by the bloody sentry that he left his post and the army altogether, according to one story. I don't know if you could just leave the army like that, though. I'm pretty sure, like, if they've got you, they've got you until your contract is done. You know, like, not how that works. Interesting. That's fine. Um... But what do I know? I don't know. Anyway, um, so it says um, another older story tells of a Halloween party at the Veterans Hospital in part of the barracks where the Civil War era ghost made an appearance or where a Civil War era ghost made an appearance. A man in a strikingly realistic Civil War officer's uniform made an appearance before the party's host. When the host asked him how he liked the party, the man was rude, then disappeared. Later, when the host asked about the guest, no one knew him or anyone who wore the costume to that event. Ew. Um, That would mess me up. What did you say? I said that would mess me up. Also, I just kind of want to, like, dress up in, like, a slightly spooky way and crash, like, random events and then be like, ooh, you know, and then, like, (laughs) disappear. Disappear. Into, like, a mist. Yeah. Like, go and, like, sneak out a back door somewhere and make sure only, like, one or two people see you, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, uh, number six is Monster in the Mountains. Um, Though this might not be a story based in the United States, this chilling tale deserves an honorable mention for being truly terrifying. During World War II, a remote village in Switzerland became the site of strange happenings when a British company of soldiers stayed there. Wood, tarps, and valuables began disappearing, which were dismissed until a child went missing. When more children, as well as a private from the British company, disappeared, rumors of a monster spread. One night, soldiers saw a mysterious figure and chased after it, thinking it was the being that preyed on the village. Though they never caught the figure, the soldiers discovered a cave. Shots were fired from inside of the cave, and the soldiers returned fire. Upon pressing further into the cave, soldiers found the body of a British private or of the British private who had been shot through the heart. He was surrounded by the half-eaten bodies of the children that went missing. Oh, gross. Oh, that's awful. So like Ugh. either something some big creature was stealing I mean, okay, if you're stealing small children, that's a little bit more like I don't know, I guess believable. Mm-hmm. For like an animal, right? Like, sure. yeah, it's a kid. Sorry, Macy's behind me. Just, ugh. <laughs> That's okay. Um, are you a small children stealer? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'll lick him to death. Um, but uh, an adult, even a small adult, I don't know that you'd be able, like a. I got a question. First of all, are we sure that like when those 
British soldiers, I think that's what you said, like returned fire that they aren't the people, one of the, I mean, that that's not how that soldier got shot in the head. You well, know what I mean? Well, in the, yeah, so he was shot in the chest or through the heart. Or, so yeah. it's very possible that that's how he died. But I did hear you um, say that they were returning fire, like they heard a shot first. Yeah, so. So that's interesting. They, so. When they got to the cave, somebody mm-hmm. was shooting at them or started shooting yeah. at them. Then they shot mm-hmm. back and yeah. then they found the private there. Right. So, like, yeah. could the private have, like, been taking all of these kids? Possibly. Sure. But, like, even but... let's say he was the one eating them. Mm-hmm. How do you have a bunch of half eaten children? Like, for one dude, you know, like. <laughs> That's true. Hmm. cannibalism fine like nobody likes it but it is what it is right i don't think that (laughs) you would be able to have one person though eating half eating all of these children like yeah that's crazy i don't know so i kind of wonder if maybe like here's what here's what is the truth in my mind (laughs) okay maybe some sort of large animal was stealing children or somebody was kidnapping children and, you know, an animal found the cave and was eating children because it was an easy target. I don't know. Maybe it was the animal that was kidnapping them. Maybe it was somebody else. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe the private saw something, scampered off on his own to try and, like, oh, I'm going to save the day. And, like, got trapped there by whoever was doing it or whatever. And, like, when they, like went and like got to the cave um the i don't know like maybe whoever was in there maybe there was another exit and like they started shooting at people coming in and then when they shot back they shot their own person maybe like that to me makes more sense but like it still doesn't explain the half-eaten children totally you know like yeah and that's, I agree like, with a, that. these wild like these series of events could they have potentially happened, I guess, but like not likely. So, yeah, you know, there's yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I would love to know more about that. Maybe I'll look into that a little bit and see like what the theories are if there's any more evidence than just that, like that paragraph about it because that's intriguing. What year yeah. did you say this was? Or, um, so this is, um, I know you said World remote War village II. in Switzerland. Okay, but it was like World War II, right? uh yes okay okay cool so yeah there's that (laughs) so what was your idgeraspa moment from this week okay so um a few weeks ago i was at uh an event and um before you were allowed into this event you had to do a covid test um so you had to have like proof that you had done a covid test within the last like I don't know day or two or you could just do one in front of you know the person working there for that reason yeah. so so okay like it's just easier to do that like mm-hmm. we had to fly there so we did do one before we flew just to, like if we have covid let's avoid this whole scenario and yeah, that was negative, <laughs> like but having to fly to, and do all the stuff you know right like what's yeah what's the point so um but yeah so you know we did one there so it was me and Eric and Killian and my aunt and um 
so we're we're there. We're in front of this lady. There's a little, you know, lots of different like spots, you know, like people manning areas to do this test with you, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're we're at uh, we're with this lady, and she's super friendly. She's very bubbly. She's got a really like fun, you know, personality. Funny person, really friendly. Okay, so we're sort of lined up in front of her. You know, all of us like right in front of her. It's like goes me, and then Eric, and then I think my aunt, and then Killian. But anyways, I'm on the end. So mm-hmm. she's talking to us and we're talking back, but like, we're not talking about this test at all. You know, we're just talking about, you know, the reason we we're there, like the event, blah, 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 blah. We're, we're all just kind of shooting the shit and it's fun. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sort of a, a lighthearted, happy experience. Okay. So she hands me my swab and she's talking about, I don't remember what, nothing related to anything we're doing though. And, you know, she's just like handing us each swabs and after like a minute of just holding the swab, I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to start swabbing my nose, right? Because it's doing like, it. I'm just holding this, like, is this, uh, this is what we're doing, so, you know. Yeah, and like, she hasn't, like, said to, like, wait or, or anything. She was just like, okay, here's your swab. Like, mm-hmm. okay, like, I don't need permission, right? I'm a grown-ass adult, like, whatever. We've so done I, 8 million of these, by the way, because everybody has at this point. Yeah. You know? So I'm swabbing my nose and she goes, oh, I guess you're just going to go ahead and do it. Like, what am I even here for is what she said. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't, I didn't realize I needed to wait, but like, you know, I'm sorry. I will, I will stop. And she was like, no, go ahead. You've apparently done this millions of times. And I was like, yeah, I'm really sorry. I didn't realize, but you know, I can wait. Like, and she also, like, why are you being a bitch? You know, <laughs> yeah, she was, and she did not let it go. And then she was like, I guess you guys might as well just do it too. And, and so, like, so they're all swabbing, and she does not let it go. Like, I swear to God, this goes on for like minutes while we're all swabbing, and Jeez. she's doing the thing. And like, sure, you're mad at me. First of all, you did not give me any instruction on like that I needed to wait. You just started handing me shit like I'm like I know what to do with it. So like why yeah, are but, we? Like if it's important that like you watch me do it, you need to say that before you give it to me. Yeah. At, at the very least, accept my apology for not knowing that yeah, and move like, on. Especially when but you she, didn't say anything, and that yeah. should be your job to say something if that right. is in fact the case. You know. Exactly. But she continued to be really shitty to me about that. And not only me, she did it to everybody there for the rest of the time. Like, and it's like, you don't need to be mean to them because I did something wrong, but she was the whole time. It just, oh, it was awkward as fuck. And I'm Mm. staring and I'm staring at this sign right in front of me. That's like, you know, basically like, you know, any, any unkindness will be, you know, you'll be kicked out or whatever, you know, be kind. And I, and I was like, well, you know, cause yeah, sure. Some people probably give pushback about having to do a COVID test, you know? Yeah. And I thought it was that, but then when she started being snarky, I was like, oh, maybe they had to put this here for her because she's uh, a, <laughs> yeah. bitch. You know? yeah, <laughs> I was just, I was shocked. Like it wasn't like subtle backhanded, you know, passive aggressive comments. It was like straight up incredibly rude. Yeah. So, and and it was like, yeah, like I I understood by looking at the sign that like if I give any pushback about her attitude, like I might not get to go to this event, which was annoying as fuck. So, yeah. Anyway, that happened. I uh yeah. I just if you're going to be so if you're going to feel so disrespected, then you really need to give specific instructions. Like I know, like I don't think that's weird. Like people um, can't follow instructions that you don't give. Thanks. Yeah, I just welcome like, to my TED talk. You know, yeah, <laughs> I, I do understand if it's important that she witnesses that happening, just so like you're not like 
I don't know, switching out swabs or whatever. Like, I know, knows, like, okay, like, I know I have it, but you don't. So quick, swab your nose for me. You know, yeah, like, like, I mean, you I, know. Get, I, you know, I understand if it's like a liability, whatever, but like, yeah, still like you need to be really clear with that. And yeah. maybe if you weren't not get so hurt about it, you know? And like, here's the thing too, like you're sitting there and BSing with, you know, whoever's there. Okay, fine. How many other people are in line? And COVID tests are not a quick thing, right? So you can only have a couple people doing it at a time, you know, mm-hmm. depending on how many people are running this, you know? And yeah. like, okay, so if you're like, at the same time, I'd be like, okay, well, you know, if you're wanting us to do something specific, first of all, you need to say that. Also, like, you know, at that point, I'm assuming you were probably standing in line for at least an hour. Oh, no, no. There was actually, we were there like a day before uh, the event started. So there was, there were people in there, but like there was maybe one person in line behind us. And there was a couple okay. like spots, you know, people there doing this with people, you know, so. Okay. So probably so, I mean, the I next day better, it would have been more. Still, but still, yeah. you know, like. Yeah. You have a job to do. You're not here to bullshit with people. Like you're here to do your job so they can move on. And like, hey, maybe somebody was in a hurry to go and get somewhere. Maybe they had reservations for dinner. Maybe they, I mean, whatever. Like mm-hmm. sitting there and like BSing with them too. And then being mad at them when, because you're talking too much, you know, like they yeah. decide to sit like, okay, well, this is what I'm here to do. And you're just BSing about stuff that has nothing to do with what we're doing. So I guess I'm going to take this test. Like, no, I probably would have done the same thing. Or here's here's what I probably would have done, though, also, is that I would have just been like, are we doing this now? And, like, interrupted her, you know, like, mm-hmm. not in, like, a rude way, but just been like, hey, like, are we supposed to start swabbing? Like, I've been holding this. Like, what are, you know, what are we doing, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. also, if <laughs> I would just see, here's the thing. I don't know if it's because I just have, like, bad luck with those sorts of things, like, I always, like, in those situations, huh. you never really had, like, nobody ever really does that, or I haven't had that happen very many times, but I hear all, like, these people, like, oh, well, this happened, and this, and I'm, like, I just wish that I could have been there, because, oh, <laughs> do I have things I would say, you know? <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, I know it wasn't all in my head, because my aunt, like, anytime she said something like that, like, which happened, you know, every 10 seconds, like, my aunt and I would look at each other and be like, oh, you know, like, <laughs> okay, yeah. like, it was, so I know that it wasn't, like, me being, you know, overreacting, like, it was definitely yeah. happening and not subtly you know it was almost shocking like yeah like did that just happen like did she just like, say oh did she just this? say yeah I was just yeah. like all right I'm just gonna stand here and slab my face and then yeah. like ugh, it was, ugh, it was awful. I would like to say if I would have been there like I probably would have let it slide the first couple times and been like okay maybe like I'm just taking this the wrong way or whatever but if other people are also like what the heck too mm-hmm. I would have been like do we have a problem? You know, like, I mean, yeah, but, you know, but like, but I'm staring at that sign. It's like, you know, don't give us any shit. And I was like, wow. Like I understood that like, you know, maybe I'm not going to get to go to this event if I do that, you know, cause well, I'm guessing that they were probably saying that because people were going to complain about actually doing the test. That's what as I far thought as too. Like, yeah. But then I was, know, I but then after that interaction for, yeah. But after that interaction, I was like, well, because I don't remember the other spots having that sign, <laughs> but but yeah. whatever. Again, it's it's all fine. Did it did it 
kill me. No, it was fine. But it was still just no, like, still, damn. Like, yeah. 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 That happened. People shouldn't yeah. talk to other people like that. <laughs> I know. And like, sure, maybe she's having a bad day. Although I say she wasn't until that moment. But yeah. it's just like. It's also you know. very possible that she's one of those people that likes to be in control of things and is maybe a little bit OCD. And so, like, mm-hmm. that's why she's in that position is yeah. to, like, be able to control people and, like, have them follow step by step. Because she, maybe she's just good at that in general, but that doesn't mean that you get to be awful to people either. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it was it was awful. And it was a horrible way to kind of start out that weekend. But I mean, I I got over it really quickly, obviously. But like, we still had to stay in that room with her for like, 15 minutes while like the test is, you know, figuring out what it's doing. Not that we had to like interact with her that whole time or any of that time, really. But it was still just like, now you I have know to that sit she's here. just looking over at you going, Ugh, you know, like, and I have to sit here and not talk about it while I'm in this yeah. room, you know, so I was yeah. like, eh, I'm just going to sit here and smile, pretend this is <laughs> smile fine. Smile boy, smile yeah. away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. yeah. What was your rigid harassment moment? <laughs> okay. So I just went in for the, um, the 20 week ultrasound, right? So where they do like the anatomy scan and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Yeah. This kid. Also, P.S. turns out having a boy. So cool. Yay. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> um, so he was not. And so now now that I have more, you know, story too, like this is like, OK, now. So <laughs> he would not get his face out of the placenta. <laughs> it was like had his face kind of buried in there and like would not get out of it right so like everything else super easy to scan no big deal kind of shoving himself into a corner in there right mm-hmm. and like you know this ultrasound tech I felt so bad she's trying and trying and trying she gets to the point where she's like okay you know like I'm gonna do like you know the lower half here so like shut your eyes whatever takes her yeah. like five seconds I mean really it really only took her like a couple of minutes to like do all the measuring that she needed to do on the lower body because apparently that's just all out and about right (laughs) (laughs) and like so you know we get done with that she's like okay you can open your eyes and like she kind of like showed us the feet and like blah 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 you know whatever because she's like okay like I can show you this without showing you anything important it's like okay Mm um and so she gets all done with everything else and she's like still want to try and get a face shot you know she's like because I mean I'm sure I don't know if they like measure anything that way or what but like she was trying right yeah and so she eventually she had to like lay me on my side because he was like tucked into the right side right Mm -hmm. and like laid me on my left side and is like vigorously shaking my belly to try (laughs) to drop out of the corner right and it's just like oh my gosh and he wouldn't Oh, uh, there. So I have a um, lips and nostrils <laughs> shot, <laughs> and that is it. But I was just uh, like, "You little ass butt, get out of there!" You know, like, he's just comfy. He's just like all snuggled up. You know, yeah. So. Like, why do you need your face in a corner? Like, I have a dog that needs his butt in the corner all the time, and now I have a kid apparently needs his face in a corner. Oh, <laughs> uh, like, okay. but. <laughs> So, and it was so funny because, so when I 
was, uh, so when we did the gender reveal party and everything, so I had uh, one of my friends, Stephanie, I gave her the envelope and like gave her, cause so basically what Travis did is cause he does archery. He got these like little canisters and there was a pink one and a blue one. And he's, so I gave them both to her and I was like, here's the envelope, go in our shop, like open it, check out what it is. And then go and like, just bring out the canister, put it on the thing. So nobody else has to see it and he'll shoot it and the color will come out. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. So she does all the things, what, or she does the things, comes out, he shoots it. It's blue. She goes and she hands me the ultrasound picture and I'm like, what the hell? This kid completely spread eagled. No, like you know, I, the most of the times when I hear stories about like you know babies not like showing certain parts of them, it like for like ultrasounds, it's usually they're junk, right? Like mm-hmm. they don't want people to see. No, apparently this kid is completely fine with like just everything out in the open. <laughs> Here, take a yeah. picture of this. <laughs> like, will not show his face. Mm-hmm. Am I in trouble? <laughs> I mean, maybe. maybe. <laughs> That's okay. I, mean, I think it's, it's great. Funny. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's funny. hilarious. I was just like, out of all the things, it literally took you two seconds to, like, figure out, like, you know, what the gender was. Because apparently he's just, like, legs wide open, here you go. And, like, <laughs> would not show his face. So I thought that was kind of funny. So have I seen his bits and pieces? Yes. Have I seen his face? Still no. <laughs> 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 but, yeah. That's my story. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's kind oh of like, it's more like, I guess it, it, it wasn't like super irritating or anything. It was just kind of, it was, was it slightly frustrating? Cause do I want to see your face? Yes. But also like, just kind of funny. Like, okay. It's really? Like, all the yeah. You're going to hide. It's going to be that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway. He's just saying, Hey, we'll never see my eyeballs, you know? <laughs> He's just trying to keep a little bit of mystery, you know? I mean, I guess, but wouldn't you want to keep a little bit of mystery with your bits, not with your face? I don't know. I mean, like, okay. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. I thought it was also kind of funny because, which I'm not sure, like, because, so, the ultrasound tech was like, oh, who has the small nose in the family? I was like, well, it sure as hell ain't me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not, you know? And, like... Travis has like a normal size nose. Like it's not small. It's not big, whatever. But yeah. she was like, Oh, who has a small nose? And I'm kind of like, uh, you know, oh, like, you guys are wearing masks. I was like, yeah, we were wearing you masks. Yeah. Don't so have I was a like, big okay. Nose. You know? And so I was like, I don't really know like what to do with this information right now, but also like, how would you tell how big or small his nose is if you can't get his face out of the placenta? Like all you could see was like nostrils. So anyway, oh, I see. but I, was, I thought that was kind of funny too. I was like, okay like what <laughs> yeah also you do not have a big nose so just so you know no I I mean it's not massive or anything but yeah bigger than average for sure and I'm fine mm. with it like I the, my whole family is that way like we all have the same nose and it's all about the same size fairly decently sized you know so I mean mm. fine whatever like do I ever need to have a nose ring dear god no but like I'm not <laughs> self-conscious about my nose like, okay good I was gonna say there's no, like, there's no need to whatever it's not like <laughs> a beacon of weirdness or anything like it's mm-hmm. just it is what it is yeah. beacon get it Be- yeah. beacon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm sorry I thought you did that on purpose yeah <laughs> 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 funny okay. enough about noses too in my family so random kind of like so I, so I am related to the 10th president in fact 
Whoa. Go look up a picture of that boy and tell me that he does not have a beak. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do it right now. Wait, who is the tenth how president? How closely who is it? related, like, what, to what extent, you know, but I just know there is some sort of relation. It's probably like a 50th cousin, 172 times removed or something. I don't know. But, like, yes, related to him. And, like, let me tell you what. Oh, I'm looking. This is a uh, John, John Tyler. Tyler. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, it doesn't look like your nose, though. No, it doesn't look like my nose. No, but like that is a relative and he he has a big beak, you know, like (laughs) to be fair, though, all these pictures of him that I'm seeing are really old. I mean, no, I mean, like, obviously the pictures, but he's really old in these pictures is what I mean. And, you know, your nose does keep growing. So still, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a nose. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. John not, Tyler, folks. Look yeah, it up. Not, <laughs> not an attractive about. nose, but it is big. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So, anyway. Well, <laughs> well, thank you for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgits and asp- I always said that we're at idgits. Okay. <laughs> Idgits and Asputs podcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram under Idgits and Asputs, a supernatural <laughs> podcast. <laughs> please make sure to rate and view us. Re- God damn it. <laughs> uh, please make sure to rate and review us on iTunes and email us your Idget and Asput moments for a chance to hear your story on our podcast. Thanks again. Thank you. Uh,